Hello. There's a scripture I would love us to discuss together to understand it more clearly. Because I am quite sure that if we understand the scriptures of God, if we understand the word of God properly, reading word by word, it will make our love for sin reduce and our love for God to increase more. There's a way it opens up light into our eyes there's way it opens up our eyes to see like wow this i didn't see this so i'll love us to discuss this together that we may understand what really god means what how can we do this okay so it is in first corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 yeah first corinthians 10 13 but i'll love us to read from different versions of the bible so that we may understand it properly i'll start with the new king james the new king james says no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man but god is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able praise god i'll repeat that god is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able this is so nice okay but with the temptation he will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it there's one thing i've realized about temptations yes there are two there are two words temptations sufferings trials tests but tests are temptations uh there can also be sufferings but there are mainly two words sufferings and temptations we shall talk about both of them particularly but right now let me start with temptations okay So there's one thing I've realized that the only way out of the temptation or even a suffering is for you to endure it. Unless you are in unless you endure the temptation or the suffering you will never escape the temptation. You may escape it by running away but it will still come back. You see? So I would like to read to read this thing again this scripture again to you and you to open up your eyes. It says no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. You see? He's not going to allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. Saying that he's going to allow the temptation come to you. but he wants you he wants to see your ability he knows you are able the temptation is come is that is bringing to you he knows that you are able so it's about your ability here you see but the next point says but with the temptation he will also make the way of escape listen to this he will make the way of escape as you are in the temptation he will show you the way of escape now the next script the next uh, statement is the one that baffles my mind it says that you may be able to bear it Ah it it really disturbs me. He says he will create a way of escape. But again he says that you may be able to bear it. When you're able to bear something, or you may be able another version says to endure it. When you are enduring something, you're not really escaping from it. Because you are staying in the something, you are staying in the temptation. You are in the temptation. You are dwelling in the temptation. You see? You are not running you are not leaning back but you are in the temptation and you are enduring the temptation 
So according to him, he says that is the way of escape. That is the only way of escape. When you see the, when he shows you the way of escape, then now it encourages you to endure. It encourages you to endure it. How? I don't know. But let, let's read from another version. The easy to read version. It says, First Corinthians chapter ten, verse thirteen. It says, the only temptation that you have that you have are the same temptations that all people have. But you can trust God. He will not let you be tempted more than you can bear. <laughs> more than you can bear. But when you are tempted, God will also give you a way of escape. God will also give you a way to escape that temptation. Full stop. Then you will be able to endure it. It's really surprising. Imagine you're in a you're in a you're in a let's say a building and you're trapped there. And someone comes and opens the door for you and says this is the way out. But then for you to get out, he says you have to stay in the building. It doesn't make sense. The only way out, he says, I will show you the way out of the temptation. Then you will stay, you will endure the temptation. What is God trying to tell us here? If he has shown me the door out of the temptation, then why do I still have to remain in the temptation? But the question is, do we really have do we really see in while we're in a temptation, does really God show you the, this door? Do you really see it physically? No, you don't. The only way is to endure. Let's try another version. It's called the Living Bible. The Living Bible says, But remember this the wrong desires that come into your life aren't anything new and different. Many others have faced exactly the same problems before you. And no temptation is irresistible. You can trust God to keep the temptation from becoming so strong that you can stand. You see, let me repeat this. You can trust God to keep the temptation from becoming so strong that you can't stand up against it. Very beautiful. You can trust God to keep the temptation from becoming so like we have to trust God that God won't make the temptation so strong that we can't stand up against it. Other versions have been saying that to bear it, he won't bring a temptation which is beyond our ability. But this version says that he won't make this, the temptation so strong that we cannot stand up against it. For you to stand up against someone, like someone is in front of you and He's bullying you, he's bullying you, he's bullying you, he's disturbing you, and you stand up against him and say, no, leave me alone. That is standing up against something. It is disturbing you. It has been a hard dog for a long problem, for a long time. It has been a problem. So you stand up against your problem and face the problem. You bear it. You put up with it. The, the, the Living Bible says you stand up against it. This con you. For he has promised this and will do what he says. He will show you how to escape temptation's power so that you can bear up patiently against it. The Living Bible says that he will show you how to escape the temptation's power. You see? It will show you how to escape the... He will show you how to escape the power. 
so that you can bear with it patiently can you imagine so he shows you the door out but as he shows you the door he wants you to bear with it i don't know <laughs> he wants you to bear with the temptation at day someone has shown you the door out but he wants you to bear with it with the with the building he wants you to bear with the temptation what, what is the outcome what is god how why should we really bear with temptation anyway how do we even bear with temptation okay anyway relying on one scripture may not really help let's try other scriptures if we want to the scripture of james let's try the scripture of james chapter 1 chapter 1 starting from verse 2 it says my brothers and sisters you will have many kinds of trouble but this gives you a reason to be very happy Mhm. James is saying that in your trials, in your temptations, be happy. Don't frown, don't be sad. Actually, be happy. I see. So, he says, you know that when your faith is tested, you learn to be patient in suffering. This these are the results that when your faith is tested, you learn to be patient. In 1 Corinthians 10:13 it says that we we have to endure it to get the way out. The way out is there but we still have to endure it. Now in James is saying that out of this temptation we learn to endure. You see that these scriptures are connecting and telling us one thing. That if you let now verse 4 says if you let that temptation work in you the end result will be good. You will be mature and complete. You will be all that God wants you to be. beautiful James says that out of the temptation out of the suffering we shall be all that God wants us to be all that God wants us to be but how does that start it starts with the temptation the temptation teaches you to endure the endurance teaches you to when you let this patience work in you you shall it shall be a good result for you and you shall be all that God wants you to be this is amazing that as you endure temptation it's not it's not a dead end no it's something good you're going to get out but then the question is if you also check romans 5 let's also read romans 5 romans 5 romans 5 starting from verse 3 let's start from verse 3 It says and we also we are also happy with the troubles we have. Why are we happy with troubles? Because we know that these troubles make us more patient. Uh-huh. He says that we know that these troubles make us more patient. The more troubles we get, as long as we are patient, they make us more and more patient. They teach us a, a character of God called patience. Uh-huh. And this patience is proof that we are strong as long as you're patient if you want to see a strong the strongest man in this world is not the one with muscles but it is the one who is fully who is fully patient who is patient even in the most hardest trials okay so because we know that these troubles make us more patient and this patience is proof that we are strong and this proof gives us hope hope for what praise god let's go back to james 
there's something we need we really need to learn here the question is starts in first corinthians 10 13 why does god show us a way out and then want us to endure if there is a way out why do we have to endure i remember i made a statement that the only way out of a temptation is for you to endure it if you cannot endure a temptation praise god unless you can endure a temptation it is going to be very hard for you to escape it so now the question still stands how do we endure how 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 do we endure because that's another question how do we really endure with the temptation we shall go to the book of james chapter one we shall go to the book of james chapter one starting from verse 12 it says the topic is temptations does not come from god verse 12 says great blessings belong to those who are tempted and remain faithful after they have you see great blessings belong to those who are tempted and remain faithful another version says blessed are those who are steadfast in trials you remain steadfast what is, what is the meaning of steadfast steadfast means according to the dictionary it means to put up with to bear to stand up against you know to remain strong in front of your enemy to remain steadfast not fearing but you're courageous in the temptation you're courageous you say no praise god so james chapter 1 verse 4 says great blessings belong to those who are tempted blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial for when he has stood the test eh, he will receive the crown of life which god has promised to those who love him the crown of life does not go to anyone remember if you read the scripture properly it says for when he has stood the test unless you stand the test you will not receive the crown of life so you see that the whole reward has to come after you have endured after you have stood after you have stood against the test but how do we stand against the test it's still saying remain steadfast under trial remain obedient remain patient under trial how, how do we do that if we read uh, if we if we continue down verse 13 says let no one say when he is tempted that i am being tempted by god for god cannot be tempted with evil and he himself tempts no one verse 14 but each person listen but each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire then desire when it has conceived gives birth to sin and sin when it has fully grown brings forth death so from this scripture from verse 14 it says it is our own desire we are lured down by our own desires and we are tempted and when temptation has its full effect we then sin when sin has is fully grown it leads to death the bible says the wages of sin is death praise god so it is our own desires not god already explained that it is not god who tempts us because god is not tempted by evil but it's our own desires but where do our own desires come from the desires are not in another person they are not out of our body they are inside our body the desires are our thoughts the bible says in first corinthians chapter 10 it says that we are not wrestling against flesh and blood 
but we're wrestling against arguments, we're wrestling against thoughts. We're, the whole point is we're wrestling against thoughts to bring them to obey Christ. You see? Whatever we, whatever we do, whatever bad thing we do, it has to come from our thoughts. There is nothing you do, whether good or bad, that does not come from your thoughts. So if you can control your thoughts, you have already controlled your actions. If you can control your thoughts, you have controlled your words. You see? So, even our temptations, they come from our thoughts. And our thoughts create desires in us. That, that these desires are inside our body. So it is very hard for us to resist. Because it is in us. You see? I'll give an example of... If someone, if you're in a room and a girl came and dressed nakedly, the girl dressing nakedly, yes, it is a temptation. But unless your mind or your thoughts think of sleeping with her, it is not a temptation. The temptation comes when you are lured down by your desires. Someone can put a coin or can put money on the table, but as long as you do not have a desire to steal the money, that's not a temptation. The temptation moves along side by side with your desires. As long as your desires are active to that point, then it becomes a temptation. You see? So, your thoughts are a great, take a great part in a bringing of a temptation. It's not God. It is, of course, Satan. Because if 1 Corinthians 10 says it is, we are fighting against our thoughts, and Ephesians 6 says that we are not hustling against flesh and blood, but against the devil himself. So it is the devil who brings these thoughts into us. He brings these thoughts in. He brings an idea. And this idea is tickled and we have to think of it. And when we think of it, if we put into action, it becomes a sin. That's what the Bible is saying in James. So, how do we endure temptation? Now, we have learned that the temptation starts by our desire and this desire is our thought this thought is in our head you understand that so if the thought is in your head for example if i think of stealing money that is on a table i am alone in the room even if i'm not alone in the room but i'm my thoughts are saying steal the money all it is saying steal the money steal the money steal the money no one is lowering, lowering me down to steal the money, but it is in my thoughts. So God is saying, I will provide a way of escape, then you may endure it. So what I'm supposed to do is to say no to the thought. Standing up, when the Bible says stand up against it or that he will not create or he will not send you or he will not allow any temptation to come to you that you cannot bear, He's saying, I want you to stand against your thoughts and say no. Learn to control your thoughts. If you can learn to control, to, to be in a temptation, but bear it. Learn to put up with it. Learn to say no to the thought. The thought is saying, steal this money, or have sex, or sleep with another woman. But you're saying no. That is enduring. It still remains. Remember, when you say no, the temptation does not stop. No, it still continues. Because it is in your head. It still continues saying still, still. The desire is too high. Your actions feel like taking place, but you refuse to say no. 
So when you say no today, that is the way of escape. Tomorrow when the temptation comes, it will be so easier for you. You will not even think of stealing because last time you won the battle. So that is the way of escape. That is the that is when you, when you said no last time, it will not come again and you will feel like stealing. No, because last time you won the battle. But if today you fail and your actions take place, tomorrow it will have to come back again. You see? God is not going to provide a door to say, get out from here. No, the door is with you in your hands. He's going to say, endure the temptation. Be steadfast. Stand up against your enemy and say, no, I won't. You see? The more we run away from our temptations, the more they come back to us. I'm sure there are very many scriptures in the Bible. Actually, if you read 1 Corinthians 10, 14, it says, flee away from idolatry. After God saying that I want you to endure the temptation, in the next verse he actually says, flee away from certain sins. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22, it says, flee away from youthful passions. Now, here God is not saying, he's not giving an example of Joseph. When Joseph was tempted, you know, tempted by another, the, the, the boss of the wife, when she came and dressed nakedly and he was looking, and the woman was saying, sleep with me. He's not giving that example that you should wait for sexual morality to be in your front face and say no. Because trust me, it is very hard to refuse such a temptation. It is very easy for you to fall into that temptation. Because if you read First Corinthians chapter 10, the first words, it says, no temptation has overtaken you. When temptation comes, it has overtaken you. It is, it is by God's grace that you can get out. You see, that's why he says, I will provide a way of escape out. You understand? So, he's not saying that you should, for example, you may be having a girlfriend and you say, that, let me go and visit my girlfriend, but I am sure God has provided the power. God has provided the power for me to not sin. No, you are running into a temptation. What is meaning flee away from sexual morality? If you know that sexual morality is in this room, don't enter. That is meaning flee. But it's not saying that enter the room, look at the scene, and then you think you will run away. No. It has already overtaken you. It is by God's grace that you can survive that temptation. So fleeing away from temptation is you, not, is you avoiding not to go into the scene. It's you avoiding to even think. You see, when the Bible says in Matthew 5, when Jesus is advising his disciples that if an eye makes you sin, pull it out. If a hand makes you sin, pluck it off. He's trying to prevent sin before it comes, prevent a temptation, prevent any way of a temptation. Praise God. Anything that will make you sin, he's trying to pull it off, to put it aside, to make you free. You see, when he says, pray that you may not be led into temptation, he, it is a request to God, though it is impossible. Pray to God that he may not lead you into temptation. You see? But in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, he says, I will provide a way of escape that you may endure it. Unless you endure your thoughts, unless you stand up against your thoughts and say no, the thoughts will keep coming back to you. But the more you become confident and courageous and stand up against your thoughts and say no, they will keep coming back. If you do it today, and you say no, tomorrow they may come back, but you will have more power, more energy 
to not even think of doing it that's 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 the glory that is in this scripture that is the the insight that is in this scripture that if you learn to endure if you learn to say no to stand up against it and say no i'll have to give you an example of jesus jesus i'm sure is one man who endured temptation to the fullest can you imagine someone Satan told jesus come i'll take you to the highest temple and i will show you the good things and i will ask you this question and jesus was like let's go he knew he was going to be tempted even while he was going to fast he knew the devil is going to come and tempt him but he went there why because he needed to endure in those questions while Satan was asking him those tricky questions he wanted to see can i manage he wanted to endure but what what do we learn from endurance from james and romans 5 we see that the more we endure we, it is proof that we are strong people it is proof that we are children of god and this proof gives us hope it gives us hope it does not it does not it does not lower down our hope no trust me the more you are patient the more you are assured that you are a son of god in fact patience is one of the true gifts of the holy spirit the more you are patient the more you are assured of a hope that when christ comes you shall be taken praise god so whenever you face a temptation pray to god to give you the strength to endure it to give you the strength to stand up against it and say no trust me temptations are so hard to run from so hard to run from we need the grace of god to help us in our temptations to stand up and say no but again flee from temptation do not run into temptations do not look for temptations praise god so jesus wanted to endure this after the bible says when he was after he was tempted he came out with with power that's exactly when he started healing miracles whenever you come out of a temptation you are coming out a perfect man you're coming out with more glory than you had before so we should yearn more for temptations that by the time we enter into temptations we should gain strength to win them but again we should flee from temptations because we you know that these temptations it is it may be easier for us to lose so we should pray for the grace of god to help us in our temptations praise god this is another point of sufferings even with sufferings sufferings may not necessarily come from our thoughts temptations come all from our thoughts from our desires but suffering comes from the devil it comes from the devil to test us but it is all the same thing when temptations come when suffering comes again endure it do not lose hope the bible says in isaiah chapter 40 verse 31 that those who wait upon the lord shall be renewed they shall be like eagles so when you wait upon the lord when you are patient and wait for the work of god you shall come out as an eagle so both temptations and sufferings they need our endurance god is not just going to say here is the door come out of the temptation no he wants you to endure all he wants is you to learn patience that is the way out that is the way out unless you endure in a temptation in a suffering you are not doing the main purpose you're not doing why it came 
So whenever we are in a suffering, a trouble, a trial, a test, a temptation, let us aim for patience. Let us aim for endurance. And that is the way out. May God richly bless you.